0: well hello everybody and welcome back for another episode of empowering intuitives Explored talk show and tonight i have a wonderful woman that's going to come in we're going to talk about star seeds with me is tracy clark she lives in new zealand and is a star seed and has some wonderful information to share welcome tracy well
1: blessings. lovely to connect everyone
0: All right, guys, well, let's see. We're gonna have some people kind of come on in here. We're gonna share this out and we will get started. For anybody joining us, please feel free to uh, comment in the comments and interact, ask questions. This show is for you. All right, so Tracy, why don't we start with you just talking a little bit about who you are and um, what you, how you discovered you were a starseed
1: well i'm I, i'm basically a healer first i have been, i found i was a healer and that was the start i thought this energy was quite strong and i i knew there's a lot of people with healing gifts but i also had i had other information coming as well i had galactic codes coming in before i was going to sleep I was getting some holographic images beamed into my home in waking hours. I was walking into my bedroom and seeing cubes unfold, staircases to my feet and neon modes and blues and pinks and blazing oh. gold rails down the side. You know, I was getting, it, it was a wake-up call. I, mean, I, I had to stay incredibly grounded because I thought, you know, this could send somebody in the wrong direction so luckily 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 um I did have some very good grounding in self-realization and I had had some swirls of orbs come into my room when I was like 26 years old and I did go to a psychic who said that there were people behind me that she'd never (laughs) seen before in suits in blue and silver suits and it's quite interesting because a few psychics see them but they don't actually tell their clients because they can't explain them you know but they do see them so yeah I did have a few warnings but I put it on the back burner because you know we go through life we have children we have busy careers and then all of a sudden one day it steps back into my life again and it steps back very strongly so I had to address it and that's where I came to now is I found a really good teacher
0: Nice. And I found out
1: what I was. And when I found out what I was, whoa, there was no holding me back.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome for sure. So maybe we ought to start with kind of explaining what our understanding of what a star seed is. Okay, so a
1: star seed is assigned to earth, okay So you have I'm gonna if I look at it in three groups, you have the others you have the humans and you have the star seeds now the star seeds are here on earth to keep a balance of frequency for the for humanity really because the others have a system of things that rely on a frequency to make the system of things happen and we're assigned on earth to keep that frequency from dropping too low because frequency affects humanity and, and it's really it, it has a huge impact so, we're assigned here to keep the frequency of Earth at a, at, an, at a level of love, compassion, joy, humility. It's all sort of wrapped into a ball. It's a feeling. That feeling is a frequency, mm-hmm. and that can lift humanity. Um, it's a lightness, and it, it, because it's so, such a shift out of fear, it's, it's a calling for us to actually help and lift and shift people out of fear. So, star seeds come. We're born. We don't have karma. Okay, we're pure. We're seeded into a human body. So, there's we can pick up residue as we go through life, and we can pick up residue from being with lower entities, or we can pick up residue just by really negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we can shed those things. And we can shed them by just being the best possible version of ourselves every day, and that's what I really try and get Star Seeds to recognise in themselves to be the best version of themselves every day. Because that's a frequency, all in them. It's all in itself, and it ricochets off things, right? You know, because right. it's part of the belief in who you are. So I'm always encouraging Star Seeds. Um, to yeah. really look in and see their sovereign self because they're seated here for a reason. They're an important space. They hold an important space on earth, you know. And we're not here just to um, give blessings. We're here to lift humanity, so that can be with a smile you know we hold frequency in our smile light comes out from behind our eyes there's there's a connection there and there's a a gift of lift and blessings when we actually engage with humanity but in order to do that we need to feel it we need to know what we are
0: yeah true Yeah. yeah you know i think it's really interesting you know i had always thought and maybe explained it similar to that that we are these um divine spiritual beings that have this innate wisdom that we're bringing here. And I always felt that starseeds are to help humanity, help the evolution of the earth, and that we were assigned here at this particular moment for these particular reasons. And it's interesting um, that you said you're a healer because I really believe that most starseeds if not all are underlying healers um of energetic healers so they tend to find out reiki uh, qigong tai chi any kind of energy work quantum physics there's so many different methods um acupressure that they are a healer of some sort um that they bring to help uh, humanity as well so yeah i think that's great that that you had said that and one thing that you had said was um Uh, Hello, ladies. Welcome, Marisha. Um, I think that it's important, an important characteristic is maybe people feel like they do have that purpose, as you mentioned. They feel Um, like they, even when they're young, they're like, man, I know I'm here to be doing something, even if they don't understand what that is. Or in my case, I used to always say, I just don't belong here. Like, I never really felt like I belonged in my family. And I used to make a joke, and it used to drive my family crazy. I'd be like, I know I'm adopted. I just don't seem to resonate here, you know. (laughs) And that's a common thing, that we always felt out of place a little bit um, wherever we were. And even though we didn't have a clue what... um, you know, starseed was at, at, at a small age, we can identify some of those um, feeling like you're just longing for some other place. Or for me, it was always about looking at the sky and yeah. just really feeling like I could breathe when I looked at the sky, and especially yeah. the night sky. You know, interesting. Yeah. You get that calling too to be alone. You know? Oh, yes, for sure. For yeah. sure. Well, that goes hand in hand. Some of the characteristics of starseeds is their empaths. And empaths are highly sensitive beings. And we find it hard to be in this earth plane and in this density. And so we all need to have a little bit more downtime by ourselves. Yeah. And, and that's another common thing that people will be like, I have my circle small. I don't have that many friends because they don't always understand. I need a lot of downtime and alone time to balance what's yeah. all the stuff that we experience. So yeah, true. And it it's that sacred space for our sacred selves
1: because we need to recharge. We have to generate. And the only way we can really generate is about sending out blessings. We're sending out distant healings because then we send out that sovereign power out of our hands and we receive, you know, that Syrian galactic golden light in between our shoulder blades and it powers us up and we start to generate like furnaces. And it gets really strong. The more blessings you do as a starseed, the stronger you will become because you're you're doing your sovereign work. And your purpose, the calling we get... (laughs) It, it, it's something. It's very. It can be incredibly unsettling, and it can come at any stage. But I'm noticing it's coming to women in the like, um like the forty eight, you know, forty seven, forty eight. I'm seeing a lot of women are coming into their calling, and they're starting to think, "What am I doing? You know, there's a lot of energy here. What can I do with it? You know, and they're feeling different, different than their friends, and that's a big thing too. We we're different.
0: Well, and I think it's interesting that. Um for a lot of people, a lot of star seeds, it's some kind of traumatic event or a spiritual awakening or a near death experience that really like shocks them into an open different perspective. And then they start to realize, oh my gosh, all these things are making sense, you know? Um, And they have that reawakening to their purpose and the fact that they are a star seed and that all of these things they've been feeling are explained. And it's just so mind boggling when you have a spiritual awakening and all the pieces start to fall into place.
1: Oh, once you see it, you cannot see it because it's just so, all the ducks start lining up in a row. You know, you're seeing the numbers repeatedly on your phone, you're finding feathers at your feet. You're feeling a warmth, energy just above your head while they stand there and just support you, you know, with some, and you and it's a different type of energy. When your guides come in and help you and assist you as a star seed, that energy goes, radiates through to your bones. It's not <laughs> like a ghost that just fluffies over the top of you and, and spooks out. It's a radiating through to your bones, and we have to remember this as star seeds when we send our healings and blessings to who we do that's what they receive.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. yeah, oh, yeah for sure.
1: Burst of energy and that radiating. And we start to really generate and you get the message back saying, I receive this incredible healing. And you just it, it lifts you because it's, you know, it's proof you're yeah. generating and you're working. Yeah. And it, it's a powerful thing coming into who you are. is a oh, powerful yeah,
0: thing. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Mm. You know, some of the other things, um, what kind of characteristics do you also attribute to a star seed? Like one thing I have found is they tend to come in um, knowing they're here for a reason and they tend to have a little bit more social awareness or a different level of or vibration of cons- consciousness and they're more concerned about things like that. Even at yes. younger ages, like think about the kiddos that are coming in right now. A lot yeah. of them are so socially conscious that yeah. it's unusual, you know. Um, so that tells you that to me, that's one of the, the um, characteristics. What other characteristics? So people, you know, that are listening to this are going, well, I don't know if I'm a star seed or not. Well,
1: I, I, to give you an example of the Palladian the Palladian woman and men that I have met, they've they've got a lot of empathy. Okay. They're very soft. Um uh, they can, they're in a lot of caring work. They do a lot of counselling. They do a lot of soothing and they work in rest homes. They work with the elderly and they've got the patience to do that, you know. Right. They've got characteristics that lend themselves to that nurturing side of the humans that humans need. Syrian Syrian star seeds are a little bit different. We were a little bit more um, driven and a little bit more... Um, We'll, got, we'll, t- we'll do something a little bit more out there we might get into frequency art where we're painting gold art and selling art and using frequency or we'll um we'll get into studying in horse riding for disabled or you know we try and bring beauty and calm into humanity that way there's um but Syrians are a lot different in character as well they've got a lot more um get up and go, you know, they'll they'll jump on a farm bike and wear a ball dress at night, whereas a paladin will be a lot can carry a bit more grace than probably not get on, you know, go through the mud. They'll go through the high track. You know, so there's characters as well there. And you know, and and as for all the other starzy types out there, you fit into either two categories because we work as two forces on earth at the moment, but you will all have characters That will come if you're here and you're assigned on earth, you will have humility, you will have empathy, and you'll have integrity, strength and courage, trust and faith.
0: So Marisha has a great question. How do you know if you are a starseed or just an intuitive? And that's a a
1: difficult one because I'm told... You know, and if I just looked at a pretty face I'd get it wrong. And I do know, you know, I can get even the hybrid energies have a lot of energy, but they don't have radiating heart spaces. So star seeds have really generate from the heart space. So when we get feel compassion, we actually have heart expansion. So we expand our hearts and we we lift. And it's, it's a feeling that you get, heart expansion is a feeling. It's like when you feel compassion, like if you saw a puppy that was being mistreated, your heart would open and you'd feel compassion for that puppy. Starseeds feel that. They feel that empathy on that. They feel that when they see, make contact with anybody, anything that is suffering or in need, it just activates. And it's a type of way that we can just... We, do, we go into a, a way of bless, doing blessings unconsciously. It just happens. We just release them. But another thing you'd know about being a starseed too is that you will receive galactic codes before you sleep at night. And they will... There'll be astral codes for your astral work because you've got, when you go to sleep, you know, you're not just going to sleep, you're going to work when you're a star seed because <laughs> you're assigned on earth and you also take care of it. You work as an angel to humanity. So you go to sleep and you go to the other side of the wor- world and you'll assist a, an awoke person, awake person and you're just supporting them with your energy and you're working as like the guardian angel and you just support them. Or you could be assisting as a medic. You may have uh, memories of this when you wake up. You may think, oh, I've been in the middle of this huge catastrophe. Well, you've been an astral medic. You've been there and you've been assigned to that job. You received a coach. You went there. You could, easy, you could even have um, recall falling. You know, from your astral flying, coming back to bed may not always be an easy entry. You may you may fall.
0: You that may is the truth.
1: Yeah. You could just, like, wake up and go, oh, my gosh, I was falling. So astral flying is another good way to know whether you're a star starseed as well. And especially astral flying when you're on a mission, you know, because you will be sent on a mission. So that, that's another way as well. Um, uh, another thing with star seeds too, they're incredibly, um, they've got a lot of compassion for creatures, mm-hmm. okay? So they don't like creatures being mistreated. Um, and they're quite righteous with humanity as well. Like they'll stand up for humanity, even mm-hmm. if they don't know them, because they've got this righteous heart, which is not a bad thing. I mean, we're brought up to think that it's wrong to be righteous. It's not. It's, it's not, um, it's wrong to be judgmental. It's wrong to judge people. We need to observe more as earth angels in starseeds because judgment, judgment, no angel should judge anyone. We're not here to judge anyone. So that's a big one as well. If you're a starseed, you're gonna feel, you're gonna feel less judgmental of people, more open to people. And you can defend them easier. Well, hold on, don't say that about them. (laughs) You know, you you sort of got, you become a little bit righteous with your friends because you know them on a deeper level as well. So you'll also find that some of your best friends, if you're a starseed, if you've had a best friend since birth. That person most likely is a starseed, okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you might want to send me some photos because <laughs> I'll tell you if they are. There you um, go. <laughs> but Generally, I know a starseed because they tell me and they will tell me straight and they'll tell me, you know, whether they're um, a low energy, a, 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 a designed energy, human or starseed, I get told. But, yeah, that's just one of the gifts I've given
0: Nice. Yeah, yeah. And I think another thing um, some people remember actually being on different planets, you may have really vivid dreams as if you were there because you were, um, you might, you might remember being off planet, you might remember actually being in a spaceship. Yeah. Um, you know, you may have where you're working or being healed, you might have some very vivid, um, dreams or memory of of um, what you're doing in your sleep state Um, and you might have some interesting stories that you bring back and go there's no way that that could possibly be you know i remember you know years ago when star wars came out and i used to think wow that's like it blew that series blew my mind as a child (laughs) (laughs) because i didn't quite get or understand or have any idea of what a starseed was however you know when all of these intergalactic beings met at these little stations I was like oh my gosh Like, there's there's something real underlying this there has to be like it was just so surreal for me and then many many years later um I started to work with with my mediumship and with Reiki a lot of interesting intergalactic beings and then it brought all that um, from the movies back to me and I'm thinking wow I wonder (laughs) if it's really like that or you know just you just know sometimes that there is a truth that that was based upon in my personal opinion and um, there are so many beings out there it's crazy
1: there there are (laughs) <laughs> there are a lot of beings out there. But what, what what I found incredibly interesting is that everything I ever thought was alien from outer space lives here. And and this is their home, you know. <laughs> and that's what really, really um, changed my whole perspective of the fear level of what humanity goes through mm-hmm. with worry of being invaded from the others, you know, because it is, you know, there's a fear in the back of the mind. Um True. Not, not so much, you know the others that are here, this is their. but they are all for the planet. This is their home. They're never going to destroy it. This is right. a, they actually get really worried and anxious if we do anything to disrupt Earth because, that is when they start to get angsty is if we start to disturb it you know they want it to be repair i find a lot of the others are lot into um more saving the planet because that is the oh, the, the nest home egg to them um humanity aren't even aware of this they just are running across the surface and doing what they do every day and right. we're up here on the other side trying to keep the balance so that they don't fall too far down into the other's Category, but um, it's a it's a, it is a it's a, it's a it's a they can't really affect us the others, um, because we vibrate too high. The only way they can affect us if we concentrate and put our intent and thought on them, because then we'll bring them in, you know. Because when I started to get and realize I was galactic and I started going, Oh, what are these mantises and what are these? Oh, hello, they came and visited. Oh, well, back up the track you guys can go home, you know. <laughs> very true <laughs> Just turn around and just head back because you're not coming you know that i don't, I don't want to deal with you so right. yeah i just kept lifting kept lifting Correct. but they will come in if you start to lift in your star seat and your head is in ufos and your head is in other beings you're going to see them
0: right because you
1: can right. draw them you're strong your frequency is going to pull them in you've got to be very careful what you put your intent on i learned the hard way so now my intent is on the Jesus frequency. And my intent the Syrian Jesus frequency and I keep my I just keep in that love, joy, compassion, keep my and if I focus on anything, I focus on the image of my angels, you know, because that's what I want around me, not Mantis beings and hybrids and lizards and you know, I want the best stuff. So this is something else we have to be very careful because we vibrate so high got to be careful what we think about because we've got to bring sure. up, yeah
0: and to set those boundaries like you said yeah. if you there's yeah. something less than a low if there's something of a lower vibration you don't need to work with it you just simply say thank you but no you yeah. know and ask your team to you know we're yeah. only working okay. with higher vibrational okay. beings
1: yeah i hope that answered are- your
0: question marisha for you yeah
1: they're on your they're curious Go. we've moved up past into their fe- frequency. So they want to know what we're doing, you know. They want to okay. know how we got there as well. And they're curious. So they will, if we put their our tent on them, they will come and visit. So, sure. yeah, keep it sovereign. Keep it,
0: yeah, keep it serene and Pleiadian. Yes, for right. sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, okay, awesome. Um, so we have um, Chachi says, what is an astral
1: code? okay an astral code is what you receive before you go to sleep so it's sort of that time before you drift off and it's a really calm time where your body is almost breathed down into a meditative state and when you get down into that meditative state your frequency lifts so you're able to receive more information and so what happens you may get triangles circles squares squiggly lines and they could ticky take past your eyelids and you could be watching these. They could be blazing gold flashes. They can be they, they can be in numerous amounts of things, generally neon purple, blues and golds and what we how we receive our codes. Sometimes silvers, but not often. But generally the codes are what we get. They send us their coordinates to where we need to be to do our astral work. Because if we're medics, we get our codes and we go. Because we need to we're supposed to get there before it happens. We do get the heads up. So if we don't, we get there in the middle of it. And that's when you get the chaotic dreams, But if you remember them. But yeah, the astral codes, some of you are comforters. Some of you will comfort three people in one night. You know, you'll just go, you'll be comforting. And then we're going through some trauma and you'll just be assisting them, you know. Um, and some of you are watchers. So all you do is watch. You're watching for dark spaces around the earth so that the medics can get where they need to be without being infiltrated by dark clusters. Because they also share this astral world with us. So we have security Mm -hmm. up there that clear the way because that is our domain. That is where we work. That's the angel realm. The astral is where we go to get to where we need to be. And these guys, the lower energies, they can be on there, but they're not really. um, We've got teams that take care of that. We just need to get to where we want to go. But the astral codes, they're specific for for where you
0: need to be. Yeah, that's a great way to explain that. And, you know, we get all kinds of codes and downloaded um, information. Yeah you know one of the other ways that i receive a lot is when i sit in the sun and i just close my eyes and feel the sun all of a sudden just in my mind's eye i just am getting a boatload of of codes from the central sun so that's another great way to get a lot of codes but Yeah. yeah i like how you explain that you know anybody that knows me i've talked about and i brought up one particular story that after my near death i actually had the code and i felt i was working Um, on the grid and I was going out to help heal um, whatever was occurring and I remember so clearly that I was I went out and um, was in the middle of the ocean there was an oil spill and I was working all night with yeah. trying to help the wildlife and trying to just, yeah. you know, contain this and do this. And I was so tired the next day. <laughs> I kind of like drug into work and everyone's like, wow, did you even sleep? I said, I don't feel like I slept at all last night. And I said, you guys won't believe this crazy um, oil spill that happened. And then by nine o'clock in the morning, they're like, well, where was it? I'm like, I honestly, I have no idea <laughs> where I went. And. Yeah. Um, and by nine o'clock in the morning, then it announced on the news, this big oil spill. And I was like, oh, and this was right after I had woken up. And I thought, oh, that is so wild. That really did happen. I didn't, you know, like I was trying yeah. to still like, prove to myself that it was really real. And I was doing these things, you know, because our humanist gets in the way of everything. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it was really a fascinating, um, revelation for me and then that's when i started to realize oh my gosh you're doing this every night you just aren't always aware of what you're doing no
1: no (laughs) sometimes sometimes we can get our codes during the day now i don't know why this happens i think it's because of some sort of interference with the transmission but sometimes we can get them through during the day this can give us a little bit of a shift in our like uh, in our um, vision. It can be a little bit disturbing. You can be looking somewhere in turn and your vision can still be stuck there because you're receiving a code. And it can mm-hmm. feel like you've wobbled out of your vision. That, you know, that can be, that's something that can happen. I've had a lot of starseeds go to opticians and ask what's wrong with their eyes. But it's just a code coming through. And it's like, once we start to realize we receive codes, they can start coming through. Even flickering, looking up, through a tree and having light come through that tree and have it flickering, that can transfix us and we receive light codes so yeah you, you can find yourself stuck looking at a pond you know, or something, you know. So <laughs> that has is.
0: happened to me and yeah. that is extremely unnerving the first few yeah. times that that happens because you think yeah. oh, what's wrong with me why am i fixating like that and i'm trying yeah. to move um and it will just ask for your divine team to support that and they'll it's- help you ease it like yeah. sometimes it feels really intense so you can just ask for them to ease that up a little bit and make it more comfortable.
1: <laughs> the nature codes are strong because they hold a lot of electromagnetic magnetic field and they hold a lot of rays and they hold a lot of energy. So you can get stuck in them. You know, you can even, even like the motion of when a car stops, you'll find starseeds are still sitting there because their bodies are like stuck in the motion. Oh, you know, yeah. if the car, when the car stops and like we can't get out, we're just sitting there. So that's another thing because we can. We, that that buzz through the body just puts calms us. We just, just <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that star do, but dabbling light on ponds and reflections through trees give amazing earth frequency and codes to us, yeah. and they lift and they're almost like an earth blessing to us. Yes. It's a beautiful way to receive a nature's blessing is to get transfixed into a dabble of light
0: yes yeah. for sure and you know it goes hand in hand okay. with being an empath and really needing to go into nature just to help balance yes. our subtle bodies and mm. our our energy and really rejuvenate us so that we mm. can continue the work uh, and then you just have the added benefit of you know um mm-hmm. being in a more receptive mode from the your galactic team as well as you know um he, receiving the healing that here this yes. year on the earth too so yes. yeah that's-
1: yes we're lucky we're incredibly lucky um and lucky in a sense that we can call on but you know the divine healing we can call on our own personal team and we can call on earth yes. you know but we need these tools we're up against it yes and you know we need these tools don't you and
0: find, I, don't you find sorry. it interesting that we are coming together more and more yes. like it's like a light over our head and more and more, and more people you can see over yeah. the Earth, when I do a meditation with the Earth, I can see more and more lights coming yeah. on, and more and more people are awakening to their spiritual truth, their their knowingness of their divineness, and those those star seeds that are opening up really are struggling to embrace yeah. or understand. So this is just so timely, um, yeah. right now.
1: Yeah, it's a lot to come into because we do feel it as children. We feel the power. It comes in at about eight, eight between 8 and 12. We get an awareness. We either see something, you know, generally, or we have amazing dreams. Then that drifts off because we go into college or high school. We get all this downloaded human information. We burst out of it again. We can have another awakening in our early 20s and then we can have another awakening before our 30s we can have another awakening before our 40s and then bang we're off you know <laughs> it's not going to stop after that the envelopes just keep opening it's just like oh this is it you know i'm i'm definitely not human now <laughs> you know, it's this realization the envelopes just keep opening and the calling keeps coming to go into purpose you just get drawn into it and it's it, it's you it's it's so strong that I look at the stories in the Bible now and I can I get the pull these disciples had to follow Jesus and the pull Jesus had to do what he needed to do. His Syrian energy to show people they could heal with the energy of their hands and to, you know, just to let them know that there's a higher frequency way of living. You know, yeah. that was what he was here to do. He was an awakener of yeah. that time. Because he had that Syrian, he was starseed. He was seated on Earth like Mother Mary. They were all very strong ancient energies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a strong, it's a very, the Jesus frequency is a way, it's the safest way for me to connect and anybody else. I just, I mean, if they go through the UFO site, sure, that's great. But it's really good, the UFO way, it's much more grounding to have that you know that Syrian jesus frequency underneath you you know to ground you or else why are you gonna get dark
0: you know in a big muddle well <laughs> absolutely and more people will yeah. be open to um connecting with Jesus, because he was such a strong, um, spiritual teacher and ascended master that, that feels in more of alignment for a lot of people, especially when they are awakening to, um, who they truly are, you know, um, Okay. So Chachi says, I started reiki ever since my dreams have been super intense and I feel like I'm not sleeping because I'm busy at night, but I don't think I'm getting any codes that I am aware of. <laughs> so what kind of advice would you give her for this? Once you when, when you get
1: attuned to Reiki, Reiki is a very in a powerful attunement. You oh. know, like the first month after your attunement, you go through a lot. You know, you see a lot, you feel a lot, you shed a lot of emotion, you shed a lot of grief, you shed a lot of shame, you shed a lot of um, anything that's on you. That because you can't be a good healer if you're going to carry all this stuff. Who wants your baggage? Yes. Nobody. Yes, right. You know. So you know you've got a part of Reiki is shedding cleansing so that you can be a good energetic healer so you're gonna say you're gonna see you're gonna feel more you're gonna um, react react to different sensations more you're gonna be quite sensitive to things as well just flow with it do your grounding your grounding is really important that'll keep you clear and lo- give you lots of clarity but Reiki is generally quite safe um, but if your star seed your planning guides will step forward you know they will always step forward you know and, and and help you heal if you want them you do have quite a few um healings healers in your team so it depends with your reiki it really depends how much um you have to shift a lot of inner child stuff you've got lots of inner child stuff you may get some um different more different experiences like some um more maybe uh, restless dreams and, you know, because you're trying to get rid of all this tension mm-hmm. in your body. But healing, <laughs> healing helps. Healing helps settle everything. So just try and breathe down, do your connective breath, and just talk to your guide and just heal. Just talk to her and be sincere because being sincere when you talk to your guides releases all this fear and it starts to heal us. Sincerity, they know us no point hiding anything right yeah get down and talk to them about anything that you're carrying on your shoulders anything that's like put a hole in you that you can't don't feel fulfilled talk to her about it because she will she'll surround you and she'll start to guide you and help you and lift you you know make that bond you can do that, even though you're attuned to Reiki, but you, you've got to realize a Reiki attunement is incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. So the more you go through your attunements, the more you will start to come into alignment. You know, it's it's at the at the beginning of it's a bit of a shock because you to right. sort of wake <laughs> up pretty quickly. Um, but it is a different again, again. Um, Reiki, the actual healing is from the Pallades, Okay, all right. So the Reiki is manufactured in Japan, okay, because it's really prana It's just energy. It's just force, life force. They've just mm-hmm. harnessed and marketed it for us. So understand that if you're starseed, your guides will step in, and they will step in over your attuned Japanese um, guide that you've been given. They will always do that. Um, if you're not, go with your guide, but make sure you do your grounding, and you will. It's a, a, The Reiki attunement is
0: strong. You will get experiences from that. Absolutely. That's great. Oh yeah. And it is so powerful. And that's one, that's one thing that after you process and it takes weeks for you to really process, integrate, let go of, then you're like, Ah, and then most people tend to go for another attunement and enhance it and just keep doing that. And that's, you know, that's why I always said, man, for a while I became like an energy junkie because it was just so helpful to let go of all those things that we couldn't figure out a way to do. So yeah, I know that's a great way to explain that. Great advice.
1: Yeah.
0: So we talked about a couple types of star seeds. We talked about the Syrians and we talked about (laughs) Palladians. Um, can you comment on any other kinds? I know there's, the Arcturians are amazing healers and they are um, just such a high vibrational yeah. um, set of beings. They're just amazing. Um, but what is your take on the Arcturians?
1: Okay, so we're not, the, the, the Syrians are still claiming them. Um, <laughs> can't do anything about it um yeah the, the, you know the, the thing is this this lawrence we've all been attached to other planetary systems We're billions of years old right. but our neighborhoods have changed and that's what we've got to realize you know we've got two different forces here we can't have too many people playing in the sandpit <laughs> so we've joined sides you know, we've all got Lyra in and us. We've all got, we've all got Sirius A, Sirius B. There's all played in play. there's all different types of systems out there. But we've also got to realize there's ships as well. Mm-hmm. We live on ships. Ships are called star systems as well. There's different ships with different names. So, you know, are you from, are you Arcturian? Are you from the ship Arcturius? right no, so at, I mean, well, at the end of the day we're syrians and we're planning we're out there and we're doing we're working for humanity at the moment right. you know right. so this is why i don't want to get too confused i realize people have got heartstrings to different con- different places and different mm-hmm. star systems that's absolutely fine but we have to go with the mission that's on earth now and we've, to, we've got, we're, we're here on a mission and we're, we're associating with the Palladians and we're associating with the Syrians. And it's the way that we've been assigned. Um, if, if somebody's got this strong, Lyran and feel to them, they will feel it, you know, they will feel it. But at the same time, if they're assigned on Earth, they will be assigned to one, either Palladians, the Palladians, the Syrians that hold our traits or the Palladians that are protecting our bodies as we do our astral work. We've got to keep it simple. You know, we got it. It's just like I mean, it's really easy to come up with a whole lot of crazy stories and make it really confusing, so people are like, "Wow, this must be real," because I don't understand it. Oh, we've got to to understand that it is really simple out there. Nothing's complicated because it just isn't. You know, as soon as it starts getting complicated, guarantee it's not real. You know, (laughs) okay, because it's everything simple. It's so simple that. It's it's the the keys are so simple to actually get an enlighten and actually lift and be up there, that it seems confusing because we don't want to accept it's that easy. We can't right. accept, you know, earth the human programming for our human body has put walls up saying anything that makes you lift will have doubt. So we have to, you know, we we soon as we go into lift, we've got doubt straight away. That's the fear. That's in our human right. DNA. So it's our sovereign, sovereign, sacred self that lifts us out of that, and that's the belief of who we are. What's in here? This is just a vessel, yeah, yeah, for our for sovereign sure. selves. We're here on a mission. You yeah. know, it's bigger than this. It's bigger than this. You know, it's it's it's, it's much bigger than this.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So if somebody is really um, just starting to think, maybe I am a star um, you know, the advice I give to them is to ask their guides, invite them in, start the conversation and yeah. ask them, ask the Pleiadians, ask the Syrians, ask somebody that, you know, just say, can somebody come and contact me in my dream state? Even if you're not sure, that's a great place to start where oh, you're more God. receptive and you know set those intentions when you go to sleep and yeah. ask for your galactic family you can even just say that um to come and introduce themselves to you and okay. you can do it in meditation you can yeah. do it before you go to sleep and see what what comes of it and um but just start the conversation
1: yeah you've got to start because it's it's <laughs> Even I would even just go and do a meditation first because that's the easiest way for us to get to the galactic. Um, you know, not so much when we're doing astral work because we're, we're, we're working, you know, we're a lot of time, we're not going tiki touring. So, if you want to do the more galas- uh, galactic connection, do your meditation, do your breathing down, you know, the, deep into the belly, slow, controlled breaths out, feel yourself go limp. Okay call in your Palladian communicator and just say um, blessings my angel my name is Tra my earth name is Tracy I believe you know me feel for her feel for her to sweep over you because you're going to connect with her you'll feel an energy that energy is her that is your communicator so that frequency you connected on saying my earth name is Tracy is already lifted out of the grid You're lifted into a more sovereign frequency so you're just starting to connect you are you feel go for that sensation and then just start being sincere and start talking about your life start discussing things that happened and let us sweep energy over you and just say wow i did really well i had no idea i had that much courage i really feel it now I feel the courage i feel i didn't know i had it then she'll sweep energy over you she'll draw herself to you so then you'll feel that bond and that's nice. when i start to work with her energy okay So then I start to ask for long, sweeping feelings for yes and short little sweeps for no. Start to work with that energy, you know. And that is a safe way to start. And then you can move into a higher psychic gifted way, maybe doing the book method using pages from a book or perhaps using telepathy. But we need to start. The groundwork needs to be, we have to feel your energy because it's got to be... When we start to receive telepathy, it's got to match the energy. You know, we've got to be secure. We've got to have faith that we've got the right sovereign connection. We can't be playing with other things. You know, we've got to get it right. So you'll know because you'll vibrate it. You'll feel good. You'll look younger. You'll shine. The words you use will be higher frequency. You'll observe more. You'll absorb less. You know, you'll just start to radiate as a being, you know, and that's when it all starts to happen. So that's when it just starts to generate all by itself, and you're walking around going, "Well, life is just amazing right now," <laughs> and you just don't want to lose it. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 a yeah, it's a generation, it's a generating thing. I just yeah, it's tapping in, really tapping in.
0: I love it. That's a beautiful way to to let somebody um, truly tap in with confidence mm. that they have that person. They're going yeah. to be able to feel since most yeah. people, everybody's intuitive and most people are clairsentient. So, you know, star seeds are so empathic and clairsentient. So that's going to really be a great way for you to feel that and to start to trust it and connect. So thank you so much. Yeah. That was wonderful. So, much. guys, if you really are curious, if you are a star seed, you can reach Tracy Clark on Facebook. Uh, reach out to her she's amazing um, she does amazing work and will help you identify if you are a star seed. she can have a conversation with you and her guides can give you some really valuable information absolutely
1: Absolutely. I'll just you just send me a photograph, and I can tell you whether you're a star seed, or you know what you're what you're doing. I do do past lives for star seeds, and I only basically do the ones that have had virtues because like, we've had so many. There's no no much point pulling in a whole bookcase of lives. I pull through the ones that have got the virtues, the integrity, the humility, the ones that have built your soul to where it is now, because all your soul lives have built you to the strength you are today. You know, God, so it, it's a really good gauge of knowing how strong your soul is. So I can generally feel people like Michelle, you're strong. I can feel you from New Zealand. You know, <laughs> really. We're like galactic sisters yes. on that same frequency. So, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. You'll feel that. That's a thing too. You'll walk into a room, you'll get that feeling with somebody. You'll go, I'm drawn to you. You're just your energy guarantees you starseed. We'll star
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, and it's great because it's so important, I think, for our own soul growth and on our journey is to connect with more like minded people. Yeah. And, you know, um, you and Ed have a wonderful um, Facebook group where we can connect and we can communicate. It's Pleiadian and Syrian International, which I love, you know, just breaking down those borders and reaching out across the globe is just it's just so yummy to me that we're just finding each other you know on this in our humanness we're finding each other too so oh, yeah. i think that's awesome yeah
1: please thank you michelle it's been
0: wonderful Oh, you were such a joy. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I hope you guys found that to be a value. And, and you definitely, if you think you're a starseed and you've had some of these things that we've talked about, please reach out to her. She's going to be a wonderful resource for you to uh, begin.
1: Absolutely. I'm, I'm more than happy to help anybody. I, I think the most important thing I can offer you is how to connect with your guides on a sovereign level so that you don't get any other entities involved in that. And just show you how to do that and breathe down and make that connection.
0: And that is just such key um, information there. Yes, speak in your head. Yes, because that is, once you have that solid foundation of connecting correctly and you learn to trust and build on that, boy, you're just going to fly. Yeah, yeah. 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 We've got sure. to remember everything holds frequency. Every word that comes
1: out of our mouth has a frequency. If we keep it in our head, it stays highly frequent and sovereign. If it falls out of our mouth, it goes to lower energy. So we keep everything up here when we talk to our
0: guides and then we know it's pure. Oh, I like that. That's a, that's yeah. a great way to put that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you again, my dear. It's always a pleasure to talk with you and I would love to have you back at another point. And I hope you all have a wonderful evening. I'll see you all next week. Cheers. Bliss. Namaste. Bye.